I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, family all around the world. Welcome to this week's episode of Live Your Best Life with me, Liz Wright. And you guys are in for such a treat today. You are going to be so inspired and empowered. My special guest joining me for today's conversation is literally known as a a great man of faith. He's in the business sector. So you're going to get to hear some of his amazing story. He really epitomizes what a partnership with Jesus in the marketplace and in life generally looks like. And he is known as a man of faith and a man who restores people and businesses and regions and so I I can't wait for you to hear some of his story today you are going to be so blessed it's my absolute joy and honor to welcome into the conversation with me Stan Bullis Stan welcome to the show good morning oh it's so good thank you for making the time for us sure sure So Stan, I wanted to start by asking you, would you share with everybody watching around the world where it started, where your story started and with that incredible encounter that you had with Jesus? Sure. Uh, I mean, it started actually when I was really young. My my dad works uh, or worked for a three-letter agency and uh, (laughs) and, uh, doing covert things. And uh, wow. so I grew up uh, living, having lived through two coups, Sierra Leone, Liberia. We lived in uh, Germany, South America. And so I grew up with this really eclectic international background um, where uh, I was super familiar with the supernatural. Um, and, uh, but its association was always with evil, right? Yeah. So everything that happened, it was so... So, so early in my, my life, my, my God was logic and reason because when emotions go crazy and, and even today, if you, if you know my wife, you know, she pulls heaven to earth and my job is to pull earth to heaven. And so yeah. there's this, Great there's partnership. this symbiotic relationship. And so, yeah. um, so, so none of that was unfamiliar to, to me. And so we had moved back to, uh, to the United States when I was 16 and, uh, I could read people well, I could read situations well, and I could work really hard. <clears throat> and so I, uh, I started at 16 as a dishwasher. And by the time I'm 29, I'm president of a company. Um, had to- faked the entire thing, <laughs> like completely faked the, the entire thing. And, um, <clears throat> but clearly there was this gift of leadership and gift of administration and um, and so uh, there I am. I'm 29 years old, and uh, beginning to sort of reach the end of myself. I had all the the goods and the fun things, and and I started going to church. <laughs> What's life really about? Because it's got to be more than just me and money. Mm-hmm. And um, and I walked in one day, and my CFO said, uh, "Hey, you're going to miss payroll by six hundred thousand tomorrow." And I'm like, "What?" Wow. And uh, it's because I couldn't read a balance sheet. And we, we had grown this company from 12 to $250 million. And we were used to things growing and money wasn't ever an option. And I didn't know that someone was stealing from the company. Oh, my goodness. And uh, so that, that wound me out of a job. Uh, hero to zero in my own mind. 
<laughs> and uh, I'm getting to your point here in a second. It no, just no, is important great. to have the back was, the backstory. So yeah, yeah. so so uh, God starts taking me through this six month cycle of repentance. Write your ex write your ex wife a letter. Hey, you bet this kid twenty years ago a thousand dollars. Um, and wanted me to go back and restore all these things that I wasn't even aware of. And I, each time I did that, I would get freer and freer and freer and freer and freer. And the, the last piece was I was, I was living with a girl that I thought I was madly in love with. And he says, you need to end that relationship. No, actually he said, this is the way he loves me. He often asks me questions or gives me options. He says, uh, you can marry her and it'll be fine, but that's not my best for you. And so if, if you will honor me in this, ah, it's still emotional, right? If you'll honor me in this, I will, uh, uh, I'll make it, I'll make it whole again. She winds up being a client of ours later in the road and down the road and helpful to building unbridled, uh, the unbridled brand. But um, so at the end of, at the end of all that, which is the encounter, one night I just woke up and I was in just excruciating pain. <clears throat> and this is weird because I'm, you know, I only associate all this with, with evil at this point. And so I go downstairs just to try to lay on the couch, you know, just to my favorite chair kind of thing. And maybe I can go to sleep. And, uh, and over in the corner of the room, there's this jet wash. And it begins to talk to me about you sort of, I can restore what you had. Uh, you can be greater. It's the stuff kind of like the goofy stuff that you see in movies. Only it's not goofy when evil's in your <laughs> in your presence, it's right? In your brain. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. in your and so and so I uh, I look down and I'm and and I'm not actually even on the couch, like I'm I'm levitating off the couch. So this thing's got me like suspended, and it's it's just so weird because <clears throat> even today it sounds weird for me to say that had I not experienced that. It, <clears throat> I remember um, screaming scripture that I had no basis of ever knowing. So, you know, God writes his, his foundations on our heart and in our spirit. And so I'm just screaming the scripture at this thing that I didn't know. And that lasted probably, I don't know, maybe five hours. Uh, and then, and then uh, about four in the morning, it broke. I, I fell asleep. And uh, I woke up and I was different. And um, wow. I, uh, he said, get your Bible out. And so I got the Bible out and another emotional thing. So he took me to Habakkuk 2, 2, and 3 and write down this revelation, make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. Though it tarry, wait for it. It'll certainly come. It will not delay. It speaks at the end. And for the next 30 to 45 days, he systematically took me through the word <clears throat> and wrote the unbridled business plan. And so we just celebrated our, our 20th anniversary. Uh, it's gone from one company to 25 companies. He's added to the vision along the way, but, um, but yeah, he gave us the vision for, for wow. the business out of that encounter. I mean, there was a lot of, I mean, transparently, there was a lot of unwinding. I mean, I didn't, when you're, when your God is logic and reason, I had a lot of voices in my head. You know, I got really good at arguing, you know, 15 points of view. And uh, so 
even years after that, into the early years of our marriage, pre-therapy, um, um, I had to wrestle with all those voices. I didn't really know <clears throat> what a quiet spirit looked like until probably, I don't know, maybe 2008. Gosh, <laughs> you know? quite yeah. a so, journey. Yeah, quite yeah. A even though I was different, yeah. you still have to walk it out in the natural, yeah. right? Yeah. And you still yeah. have to do the things that you have to do to make that make that whole yeah so when you woke up the next morning gosh honestly thank you for being so vulnerable because yeah, they're yeah. obviously really tender precious yeah. treasures in yeah. your life you know yeah. like where you say your life has changed yeah so when you woke up the next morning and you had the blueprint obviously there'd been a wrestle hadn't there for yeah. a lot the enemy had yeah. just come in and just tried to yeah take you out and stop block your destiny but yeah. and god and god yeah. how big is our god hey so yeah. when you woke up the next morning and you had the blueprint did that i mean you had to go through the unraveling process obviously from what yeah. you'd you'd been carrying up to that point and establishing to yeah. that point did you have clear understanding of that literally like this was the direction for your life now this is the business blueprint and your the values you know the way you changed and now we're operating in kingdom. Yeah, I think it, it it's more like for a period of uh, 45 days, I was audibly hearing him in my spirit. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So just downloads. Yeah. Of wisdom. And, and, wow. Yeah. And just and just going through things like uh, Hebrews 12, run the race marked out for you. What does it look like? You know, ask me a lot of questions. What it what would it look like, Stan, if a business would dedicate its mission to helping people find their destiny, run the race marked out? You know, uh, Malachi, Stan, what would it what would it look like if businesses buried their first fruits in their in their? What well, what if it was a business family? My favor would fall on the entire family, not just the believers. You know, Genesis forty one, um, store up one fifth of your profits for time of famine, which is our COVID story this year. You know, we lost $50 million, half of our book of business in one week. And, uh, and because he said 20 years ago to store up one fifth, we could respond to COVID, not react to it. And we, we were able to keep 80% of our employees. And so, uh, so yeah, he would just go through one thing after another, after another, and pose really provocative questions for me to consider what that would look like in the marketplace. Oh, my goodness. Stan, that's incredible. So obviously, you now you have a real heart for legacy and yeah. for empowering the next generation and yeah. transforming. Will you share, obviously the people, I know some of your story, but I, I would yeah. love for the people watching to have a little bit more of an understanding of what you actually do, what this blueprint has resulted in now and what sure. you're doing. Cause it's just, mm -hmm. it's changing cities and lives, yeah. isn't it? In the future. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So the question is, can you share some of the story and what was, what was downloaded? And before I do that, I want to, I, I want to tell you that I did something really stupid right after that encounter as I started the company and then I sold 51% of the company and subordinated my destiny <clears throat> to somebody else. And I'm saying that to tell people, if you've got a calling, do not subordinate that to somebody else because it took us 10 years from 2001 to 2010 to, to wind our way out of that uh, really bad decision. <clears throat> but the vision was this, first and foremost, 
Stan, I want you to create businesses of generosity. Uh, and, you know, I love the way the, the supernatural validates the natural and the natural validates the supernatural, right? And, yeah. and so whether secularly you call it law of attraction, if you move in generosity in your business, you will receive generosity back 100%. I could tell you hours of stories about that. But he said, you know, Stan, put 20% Malachi. I want you to put your tithes and offerings, your first fruit back into the community. And, uh, and he's, of course, you know, the passage, test me in this. I, 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 I'll throw open heaven's gates. I'll protect you from bad deals. And it sounds amazing because now it's about 800000 to a million dollars a year that we're kicking back. But, but back then, 20% of nothing was nothing. <laughs> And I have this relationship where I feel like I'm hearing God, which is revolutionary, right? And, uh, and so I'm like, I'm in for that. So one of the easiest decisions we ever made. <clears throat> then uh, 20% reinvest uh, in the company this Genesis 41 times, you know, fat calf, skinny calf. Uh, and then the balance 60% uh, parable of the talents, which is uh, our job is to either earn interest, which is the connection with Wes and the banking, either earn interest or have a, or a minimum, you should have interest, but you should always have a multiplication strategy. So it was always about multiplication. So that was the business of generosity. <clears throat> when I had sold 51% of mm-hmm. the company, that took us into the wilderness, right? So during those 10 years, I was fighting to find my way out. And one of the ways out was, in my mind, was... Uh, what if it's not what we do? What if it's who we are? What if we could build a company or a brand of companies that the, the how is more important than the what or more important than that? The who you're working with is more important than what. Then, then we could go anywhere and do anything that we wanted. And that was my, my worldly way of, not so worldly way, both actually, of, um, of transitioning out of this bad decision that I made. I was like, well, that, that took us to living in a group home uh, for almost a decade um, and took us in this long, long soul search about our values wrapped up into this culture of authenticity. And so we began to do things that are just radical, pay 50% of our team members therapy, um, you know, we began to see families getting healed and hold, and we began to see businesses come to us and say, literally say, I know you don't do this, but I need you to do this because I trust you. Gosh. And then they, and then they began to, to branch, branch sort of bigger. And then, uh, in the, around 2015, I met Lance Wallnow, uh, his handler, came to work for us and he was reading this book called leading from the emergent future mm-hmm. and leading from the emergent future says, once you figure out secular study, once you figure out who you are and you start, start cooperating with who you're going to be, who you're going to be start is going to start cooperating with you. And uh, well, it's in the Lord's prayer on earth as it mm-hmm. is in heaven. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, it's in Hebrews 12, run the rice marked out for you. And he's like, Stan, what if, what if the great crowd of witnesses could also include us here on earth, even though it's not directly implied, what if we started cheering each other on to complete the race and well done in the natural? 
And what if we helped people figure out who they are? That became the sort of collaboration of destinies. And so, so the business plan is we're, we're, we're a business that starts businesses and curates businesses with next generation entrepreneurs, helping them unlock their identity in order to build businesses of generosity to, to, to transfer, not just transfer the wealth, but basically to, to embody the, the kingdom. And that happens through these things, you know, collaborate fearlessly, create solutions, catalyze generosity and cultivate growth. And so that was the, wow. you know, that was the plan. And, um, yeah. you know, and then he takes me to this, you see the character funnel, the difference between unbridled and bridled. He says, Stan, those are just the fruit of the spirit, <laughs> right? Truth, patience, kindness, you know? And so we began to in- indoctrinate, not indoctrinate, add those things inside of our culture and it became sort of the, the core of, of um, everything we do. And so I want to just I'll skip through these. No, it's um, profound, Stan. It's profound. I mean, basically, Jesus is, you, he's given you a blueprint, which is after his own heart, isn't it? You prioritize yeah. the people. You're not using people to achieve the objectives of the business. You're not serving money. You're serving people, aren't you? And yeah. it's like you said, establishing people in their ability to walk in their destiny in the fullness of who they are and their reason why they're here to transform society ultimately i mean it's just amazing what you're doing and and if you were if you were only bringing at it from a let's let's say let's just take a pure secular Mm -hmm. what what better business model could you ever have than aligning a person in their destiny and allowing their future to cooperate with you I mean, that's a, le- that's a level of productivity inside of identity that the world doesn't know. Like right. things just happen because it's inside of them because God wouldn't give them a gift and, and, and not resource that gift, right? right? Right, absolutely. Gosh, it's profound. So if you were, obviously you are, you are mentoring the next generation, so many of the next generation, right? Because your heart is to create legacy, longevity, and to, right. to change things, to change, to, to infect culture with the culture of the kingdom, right? So, to use that kind of language. So for people that are listening, that where, where would you suggest people start? Can you give us a few set like nuggets that you think this is where you need to go first to lay a very strong foundation to begin to do business this way? Yeah, I would, I would, the first step I would do is, and, and it's, it's harder to do when you already have a running company, but the first step I would do is create the business of generosity. Because yeah. when you're, when, when you're aligning your business with those biblical principles and you watch the favor of God begin to rest on your, your, your organization and believers and non-believers, um, I, I would say it unbridled. If there was uh, like a line, it'd probably be uh, 70% non-believers, 30% believers, right? But I would say what's more profound is a super majority of those people know God's presence. Mm. They know his presence because they, can't, they cannot deny the things that we are able to do because this favor that rests on us. And so the first thing I would do is create a business of generosity. It's smart business. Uh, and then the second thing I would just go backwards. The second I would begin to invest in, in team members identity, bring in programs, whether it's uh, Enneagram or we call it unbridled identity um, where, uh, where we begin to sponsor 
uh, through our 501c3 uh, therapy for families and, uh, and, and employees and extended families, because then you're building, you're building more whole families. And then, uh, and then there's an art form um, of holding loosely. So when we bring people in, business leaders need to hold their people loosely because mm -hmm. in the looseness, you're going to see their natural inclination. They'll gravitate towards design or programming or logistics or accounting. And in that holding loosely uh, is buried their identity and their destiny. They're going to do things that God's put in them. And then usually around six months to a year, then you begin to give them more of the things that they love to do and less of the things that they don't. So you don't build a punitive culture to say, this is your job and you have to do these things. You, you maximize strengths, not minimize weaknesses is your strategy. So you look for partnerships and, and um, you know, in Ezekiel talks about wheels inside of wheels. And so your organization structure has to be these, a universe, not hierarchy, where mm -hmm. the wheels interlock, they intersect uh, based on people's strengths and weaknesses. You bring those together and they collaborate with each other. And so it's, it's like when one rises, the other rise. And when one falls, the other sustains. And, mm -hmm. and so it's, 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 it's a wheels inside of wheels. That's absolutely brilliant. I mean, that, that those nuggets of wisdom that you just shared are literally life transforming. And yeah. the, the culture you're creating is so safe, isn't it? Because people feel completely believed in. They're totally supported, first and foremost, with who they are. It's like you're not hiring skill sets. You're hiring people. You're, mm -hmm. you're, we you're, actually say that. <laughs> oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. People, not positions, we say. We hire people, okay. not positions. Yeah. Right. It's so obvious when you're speaking, you're valuing people and you're looking at them through the eyes of God's heart and, and drawing out the treasure that they actually are. Mm -hmm. so, and then in such a culture of safety and support, how can you but flourish? You know, it's just beautiful. And the other thing is, I love your attitude towards money. It's like finances are for stewardship. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Everything's about stewardship, isn't it? In, yeah. in what you're creating. And including the people, everything is about the stewardship of individuals and resources for the purpose of the king. You know, mm -hmm. not, it's just beautiful. Nothing's controlled and owned. It's not like a, you're not building empire. You're, That's you're right. The kingdom. It's the absolutely the opposite spirit, isn't it, to, to the empire. It's, it's just beautiful. It's love. It's a culture of love expressing in the marketplace. Yeah. It's just yeah, profound. It's it's true. And there's, uh, you know, I have um, up on my screen, the, the parable, of the 10 minus that I talk about a lot. Um, you know, the parable, of the talents, it talks about um, the investment in people that had ability. And you can see the parable, of the minus, there's no mention of ability. And so when you, when you, if you were an investor in this case, and you, you didn't know, there was no relationship, you didn't know people's ability, you would common rate it. So in this parable, you can see Lord common rated the investment. He gave them each a specific number of minus. Um, and uh, in the parable, the talents, when they gained, he said, be in charge of many things. My life had been in charge of many things. And there's, there's death to many things. There's responsibility to many things. But you can see in the parable of minus, absent of ability, 
there's a contrition that they say, Lord, your money's making money. And this is where the banking piece fits in. And he mm-hmm. says, take charge of cities. And so one of the things that we're beginning to unlock, I mean, we spend a lot of time talking about the flow of the spirit and you know, flow of God moving. And I think sometimes we don't spend enough time understanding that the mechanics of flow in the natural on the earth are very similar. And uh, like you can get six sprinkler heads on a, on a one flow of a piper. And so there's something inside the flow of money that we got to the point where we realized that money has the ability to make money in the banking system. And so as long as you're earning interest with a multiplication strategy, aside from ability, with a contrite heart, he'll give you access to cities. And, and that's our next sort of terrain. We've, we've purchased, uh, what, seven historic buildings on a two-block area of a prison town called Canyon City. And we're building a, uh, a hospitality corridor to bring hope and hospitality to that city because we began to pray for a city about five years ago because we were able to say, Lord, because of flow, your money's making money flow in identity. Mm. It's just incredible. You're literally living the scriptures, aren't you? You are restoring yeah. <laughs> restorers of cities. It's yeah. rebuilding the desolate, desolate, devastated places. Just yeah. incredible. You know, and it reminds me of the scripture. It just kept coming to my mind all the time from Proverbs, Proverbs 16. You know, the skilled businessman discovers prosperity, but the one who trusts in God is blessed beyond yeah. belief. And you're yeah. literally living that, aren't you? You're yeah. everything you're doing is it's he is the source. Jesus is the source. It says you're yeah. partnering with his heart and his wisdom and his ways. And yeah. and you're living proof that it's the it's the highest way. It's the way we were yeah. created to live and the earth was created to function. And the, yeah. the principle of stewardship and the favor that yeah. flows, because like you said, your hearts are you're postured before him, you're contrite you know, before the Lord looking to him as, as creator. It's just glorious. We have just a few more minutes, Dan. I could talk to you for hours. Just wanted to ask you a couple of things. There will be people out there that will be so interested in knowing more about what you do because you, you are living proof of the the ways of God being the right way to, Mm -hmm. to do life, you know, and the the success that comes because of that is in every aspect of our lives. It's literally abundant living, isn't it? It's it's prosperity in the fullness of the meaning word so how can people get hold of you and then i'd love to ask you to pray for everybody sure uh simplest way is s bullis b-u-l-l-i-s so s is in stan at unbridled.com okay and then uh just make mention in the in the i get a lot of emails uh in the subject line so i'll know how to tag it too yeah okay okay that's so helpful so for any of you that want to know more please do get in touch with Stan because he is mentoring the, the emerging generation of business minds right now. And there's just, as you can hear, we've just, we've covered a snapshot of the, of the immense wisdom and the experience that, that Stan and his team walk in. So after years of relationship with Jesus, and like you say, being completely unraveled from one way of life and brought into, (laughs) into another completely through your relationship with him. But just in finishing Stan, can I ask you to pray just for the people watching for, yeah, whatever yeah. is in your power spirit. Yeah. Um, so, Lord, I just, um, well, I'm just thankful for you. 
I'm thankful for this marketplace movement. I'm thankful for leaders that are standing, stepping into the gap. I'm thankful that fathers are turning their hearts to the sons and sons and fathers and that we're beginning to build a legacy mindset, new ways of thinking, new processes to, to, to be an answer to, to a hurting word, even that, uh, that our, our actions would even speak louder than our words, those who are, who are in our presence that we care. Lord, I just pray for every business person I pray your blessing that would flow to them. I pray that you would add uh, wisdom to their business. Uh, Psalms 112, I pray that they would conduct their business with justice and generosity, and Lord, that you would protect them and get them into good deals, and, um, and that, that there would be room for the generations to shake hands and, and collaborate. I pray for a rise of creativity. Lord, you can't transform cultures without creativity creativity and business creativity and strategy and um lord I, I i just feel like we should just all be remember your 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 scripture that says on this rock i'll build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it for my life i thought that we were holding the gates and hell was warring against us and lord I just pray that we would all understand that we're storming hell and the gates of hell, the gates of hell cannot hold against us. And if mm -hmm. we can do it in business and ones and twos, and we can, as Heidi Baker, stop for the one in our business, stop for the one um, that, that you will be glorified and the world will be amazed. And, and uh, yeah. Amen. Oh man. We agree. We agree. Do you know the what your world and the world around us right now might be crazy, but the kingdom of God is advancing and mm -hmm. the Lord is raising up his people at this time. So be encouraged and Stan is one of the people in the earth right now that uh, the Lord is moving through powerfully and there's a contagious message of hope all mm -hmm. that they're doing and uh, so just be strengthened today in your life in your business endeavors in all that you're doing you are making a difference you are here by divine design at this time in history to see mm -hmm. the kingdom of god extended and to take your position and to co-reign with jesus and co-create with him to bring kingdom on earth at an unprecedented i believe an unprecedented level so yeah. so thank you all for joining in today's conversation it's just been so inspirational and stan thank you for giving us your precious time we really yeah. appreciate you yeah, yeah. Thanks for being in our household all the time because my wife Cindy has you has like all your podcasts on. So uh, your your voice your voice I'm I know you've heard this, but your voice is like soothing to your soul, and so I'm I'm really happy to meet you because yeah. it's like it's uh it's just you've been around in my heart and my spirit and and in my soul like uh, oh. just there in Colorado. Oh, that's so encouraging. That's yeah. so encouraging to know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, bless you guys and bless you yeah. in all that you're doing. You're just inspirational. And we love you guys. Thank you again for tuning in and look forward to being with you again next week. God bless. Hi, if you really enjoyed today's show and you want to go deeper with Jesus and experience his love and his presence more than you ever have, then I have a present for you, a free gift. 
If you want to jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and just click on and sign up, then you will receive one of my teaching videos that I have created especially for you that will not only give you a few keys just very, very quickly that you can uh, utilize in your daily walk with the Lord, um, but also I'm going to take you there as well. So it's an activation. So yeah, so jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and you are going to be so blessed.